holidays first of all happy holidays brian <laughs> not there yet i mean maybe when you hear my ear maybe i'll feel that way i don't know all right, Let's go. All right. well what, what do you get um when you deep fry santa claus i don't know you guys can get this i bet you'll get it i, I mm. santa chris Close, crisp Kringle. Uh, Welcome, <laughs> boys and ghouls, to a, another very festive minisode of Halloween's Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm, I'm kind of happy with that one. I don't think you I like was gonna. One? Yeah, I don't think I was gonna get that one. So like, it's okay. Wait, that almost seems yeah. like a curmudgeonly response. Like a, this is like an like an anti-Christmas like joke, and mm. I kind of I'm here for it. Like I I, I appreciated it. You know, I yeah, actually like thought about it and thought that the, I could actually come up with a response mm. for that one. It was good. Yeah, you were close. You. you were you were on the right track. You You're were sniffing. Grand. You were sniffing around there. Um, yeah, Steve's just happy to be right side up right now. Yeah, <laughs> Steve was Steve was sideways for a hot sec before we started recording. We were exchanging uh, 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 horse picks of Meg on what is the holy day of her birth. <laughs> happy birthday to Meg. We are recording this on her birthday. When this comes out, it will be past her birthday. Um, but Meg turning fifty one. How old 51. are you, Meg? Yeah, no, fifty one's good. <laughs> No, you're I've, younger than us. Uh, you're 30, yeah, 35. Five. I knew that. Three, this is yeah. also, uh, uh, I have like five pe- friends' birthdays today. So, oh, and they're shit. all in their early to mid 30s. Are you all so it's assholes like, the same way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, come to think of it, you all suck. Sassy, sassy assholes. <laughs> sassy asses. You're all a bunch of sassy asses. Um, yeah, and my brain's One not working. One of our working. listeners' birthday today, too. He messaged me earlier today. I think his name is oh, yeah? Ricky. Yeah. Nice. I thought that was cool. He listens it's a to big us every birth- week, so. It must have been nine Happy months birthday. ago. This very day was a good day for fucking. Because everyone's parents was boning it out. Yeah, real horny. People just laying up nuts. What happened? What's nine months ago? February? I'm, yeah, I was going to say, it's Boring. March, yeah. March. So, wait, so like we're th- we're talking like Valentine's Day. Wow, we got that, some romantic. Oh, that's what. That's what it is. Romantic first. Romantic or fucking. Or it's that. Or it's that thing where like it's a bunch of just real squares that only fuck four times a year, and one of them's on <laughs> Valentine's yeah. Day. See, well, no. See, I think it's more. I'd it would be that more. Might be on brand for my life. Yeah. Mm. I think it'd be more Marchish, probably. I ain't yeah. trying to yeah. do that math. Yeah, I think I think you're. I think you're. St. Patty's Day, fucking. Yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> Drunk it is. St. Patty's Day, mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah, <laughs> could be. It's spring yeah. cleaning of the pipes. Ayo, <laughs> ayo. <laughs> Your mom's yeah. got nutted in. <laughs> 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 what up? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I am. Like I said, I am still sick. I still got this some sort of flu. Situ- I mean, it's the flu. I know it is because my we all have oh, I it. Thought still I-, just, I thought you were just high. Oh, I wish I should have gotten high, um, but no, I am sick, uh, and that's I. Coincidentally, my stone face and my flu face look very similar, <laughs> and my voice and just general disposition. But guys, um, we here, right? We're here in in uh, uh, we're, we're creeping down to the big day where we celebrate 
the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what you guys do on Christmas, right? I wish we knew. Actually, if I was smart, I would went back and saw what like day to be launched because I would celebrate that more <laughs> for sure. But in any case, uh, we are uh, sticking to our theme here of talking about spooky ass Christmas horror movies. I've been just cranking through them, as you might expect. Watched my Black Christmas. I have not watched Santa's Slay yet, uh, but I uh, was watching clips from it. I saw a little hot sec of it. Got to watch that one. Watched, uh, uh, what else did I watch the other? Oh, I watched um, Don't Open Till Christmas, Mm -hmm. which I'd never seen before. Uh, Popped up on the old shutters. And that was from 84 or something like that. It was okay. Started out good. Kind of trailed off toward the end, um, to be honest with you. But we're going to talk about a little something, a little flicky that just came out by uh, one Mr. Uh, Joe Bagos, uh, most recent uh, directorial uh, offering, Christmas Bloody Christmas. We're going to talk about that here in a hot sec, guys. Hell yeah. But uh, anything, anything you guys been watching? Any Christmas horror? Any new suggestions popping out there? Oh, I also watched, uh, what's the one that has like nine different names? You know, it's basically Home Alone, but French and Santa Claus is breaking in. It's called like something 961 Père Noël or whatever. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. No, oh, that, one, yeah. that one rules. If you haven't seen that one, that one rules. It has another name too. I'll look it up. But what have you guys what have you guys been seeing out there? I've not been watching a lot of Christmas horror. I, oh, really? I, I've been investigating other Tubi lanes, and then I also watched a fucking Korean kaiju movie that was not very good. Ah. Mm. But uh, I did want to go back just for a second if we're looking for a high holy day to celebrate okay to be launched on april 1st oh i like that one yeah. april yeah. fool's day yeah yeah mm, i like that I like that feels very appropriate yeah but uh for yeah reason. i watched a korean kaiju movie called war of the god monsters that sounds <laughs> sounds awesome right sounds sick yeah and then just like if you look at the photos like there's a whole bunch of different monsters and there are like great crazy monster designs in it mm-hmm. hmm. but the movie overall is bad like good. it just didn't do it for you yeah it just wastes like almost an hour of just uh, like this reporter trying to find out mm-hmm. what this doctor is hiding yeah and the doctor is hiding that he's like a, basically a climate change uh, he's a climate change scientist and his whole yeah. thing is like he because the glaciers are melting the kaijus are coming back Ooh. oh sick so okay. like, I kind of like that a, concept I kind of yeah, like that concept like modernizing the whole yeah. you know uh, uh, environmental crisis aspect which has always mm-hmm. been kind of a big yeah. part of yeah. the kaiju subgenre yeah I was going to ask if that's what if that like that is like a common theme with it like as far as like well, they, environmental they used to be all like um, atomic age shit yeah so like a lot of them were like because they all were taken, you know, it was in the fifties and sixties, yeah, yeah. and you know, during the Cold War and the threat of nuclear war was okay, so there's imminent always like and all themes that. of like governmental, like you know, or like yeah. political type issues. So yeah, it's, a, it's like always. I, I tried when we when that topic came up, I was like interested, in it and I I want to dive further. I'm very curious about yeah, this it's genre. A, yeah, it, that, it's pretty common with environmental stuff. So like this movie was from '85, and mm. it was already on. I like, assumed it was newer when you said it. No, no, it was it was from '85, and it was already on the climate change kick. Um, oh, that's interesting. And then if you watch uh, if you watch Shin Godzilla from 2016, that's very heavily about like the that way we pollute sense. Earth and everything. So totally. it's so weird that kaiju as a as a as a horror sci-fi subgenre it's got to be one of the most like 
insular subgenres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are so many people who are like diehard horror fans that have never got into kaiju. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also like a bunch of people that are super into kaiju that really don't go into other genres of horror mm-hmm. more maybe more sci-fi yeah it's such a weirdly insular the, one. It's, it's the prog rock of fucking <laughs> horror movies <laughs> that's a good way of saying it is it I, is I like which that. is probably I like why that. i like I, I mean i know why i got into kaiju movies uh is because of uh mighty morphin power rangers like that 100 oh, yeah. yeah, got yeah, me totally. into it um but oh i just looked it up just to get so there's like nine names for this movie but if you just like yeah google it it's from 1989 um, I think it released, I don't know if it was at Cannes or some other festival, uh, as Deadly Games, mm. I think, is mm. what you'll oftentimes find it as. But you'll also find it as uh, uh, 3615 Code Pair Noel, which I guess th- like 3615 is like a kind of like a French 911-ish type of thing, okay. I guess. Mm. I don't know. So it's kind of that sort of thing. Yeah. And then you also see it as Dial Code Santa Claus, <laughs> Game Over, and Hide and Freak. I did see it as that. So it's been yeah. released as like 100 different things. But it's basically 1989, so before Home Alone. It's this kid who's just like lives in this like insane. It's like if Richie Rich and Kevin McAllister came together um, but then instead of just like kind of silly slapstick, um, you know, robbers coming to their house, it was mm-hmm. a homeless man, um, an insane homeless man who is dressed as Santa Claus and is trying to and murders people. Mm. So it's pretty sick. I kind of like that. Mm. Good. Yeah, I am. Um, I really uh, I've been like way too busy to even just like enjoy movie, movies lately. But mm. last night might have been like the first night where I was able like wasn't working a double. Like was able to just like come home and I'm actually in a house now. Guys, guys, I live in a house. Oh, indoor Meg. All right. Indoor Meg. <laughs> Um, and so after, <laughs> I, people probably have no concept of what we're talking about. But that's fine. Yes. Um, I just recently moved. That's fine. That's all I need to know. Um, watch Christmas, bloody Christmas, and then put mm. on this movie called Resurrection. And we, you guys would probably recognize like a lot of the people in it. Um, I, I probably should just Google it to know the names, but like you would recognize people. It's a newer movie. Um, was insanely interesting because mm-hmm. um like it has like these like cultic the- or cult themes. It yeah. has like a like almost these like not supernatural, but like definitely has like kind of like supernatural type vibes. Like it was it was cool. I liked it. I liked it a lot. This is, this is the one with it. the I just watched, I believe this is the one I just watched. This is with uh um this one Andrew Simmons, his name was. This is the one with the it was the girl who who the woman who grew up in this like isolated environment and then there's like this kind of like weird stalker guy who she marries and like tortures her for a long time and then she gets away that's and, a that's a bridge version yeah. yeah for sure yeah yeah for okay. sure yeah no yeah, yeah, i like I, that i actually really liked it i watched it last night and i i enjoyed it and i would definitely recommend it to folks yeah what's the because sure. i remember looking up the the um uh, rebecca hall plays margaret in it and the then the guy it has- was in um resort okay i wanted the guy like specifically was on like a show i was oh tim roth yeah, he's in so a bunch Rebecca, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You'd recognize him from a bunch of shit. Um, super interesting film though. Like it was fun because like I didn't I kind of almost was like wasn't expecting it to get as like um like dream like state even towards the mm-hmm. end of like and I liked that. I liked I liked where it went and um definitely recommend it to folks. Yeah, yeah, it was like it's a really it's I would say it's like 
a psychological thriller, but then yeah. there are some like weird. Yeah, it, it definitely um, creates a situation where you're not sure if the um, what's real anymore. Yeah, like, if it, yeah, yeah. It's, there's an unre- there's an unreliable narrator. I guess I should should sure. say without without spoiling it, but it's pretty pretty sweet. It was good. I like that one a lot. I'm sold. Yeah, it's absolutely worth a trip. I'm trying to look what the hell else like everyone will know him from because he's been there's in a, show. a bajillion uh, things. I Tim Roth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what, you, what was that one? <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. Oh, yeah. He. I'm trying to think. Of, I want. I want to know. But that's what's not the what show. I was thinking of. I, I know he's in that one, but that's he's, not what I was thinking of. Incredible like, Hulk. Handsome. In, oh yeah, in Pulp Fiction. Um, there was a show. I like got really into the show. It didn't last that long. Oh, Planet of the Apes. He's in 2001. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. Oh, he was in um, Hateful Eight. He was in Hateful Eight. Oh yeah, well. of course. Yeah. He was. He, he was, was the freaking one bad guy in Hateful Eight. Yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's in there. He's in. A, I feel like even to a certain extent, like he doesn't get talked about enough. I, I mean, I like. I, I feel like every time I see him act, like he just he does a really great job. Whether he's playing a good guy or a bad guy, he's mm-hmm. like. Mm, clutch I, I i don't think i ever really he's super recognizable but yeah mm-hmm. he's it's not a name that i see talked about a ton which mm-hmm. is kind of weird Meg, is the show you're talking about lie to me where he yes, plays yes, the fucking guy who reads yeah, facial tics yes <laughs> i got into that for a little while there yes there was, was yeah there was a fun dumb show but yeah exactly what's he do it's was, a, okay the lie to me it's like microaggression type show yeah it's not, hmm. it's not a microaggression. It's micro. It's microfacial tics. Yeah. So like but he's a he, he's a human. What he is is he's a human lie detector, and they would mm-hmm. bring him in to like interview people, and then he would read their micro tics, mm-hmm. and then determine whether or not they're lying. It, it, like it was it, it was a goofy cop drama, you know, like yeah, like, like CSI a rain, rain, sorts. rain man CSI. meets CSI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds interesting. Yeah, it, I it, was, it was fun. It, it was you know, it was dumb for an hour to yeah. turn your brain off. Like if you're not, yeah. if you don't want to watch fucking Law and Order, watch that. You know. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't think you should talk so down to those shows. I'm not, I no, I, I watched. I, I watched it too. It's called it dumb like ten times. Yeah, because <laughs> it is. Like I can watch it, things it that are dumb. dumb. Yeah, I can watch things that are dumb and enjoy them. People but like might also, be like that wasn't dumb, you know. Steve, Steve? likes Steve likes smart <laughs> cinema, like Punisher War Zone. Hills, yes, things like that. <laughs> I can he's a reco- real art. He's a real art house guy. Yeah. You know what I mean. I can recognize that things are garbage, but also enjoy garbage. I yeah. eat Arby's. Okay, I know it's not <laughs> fucking right, Michelin. I don't even love the way you're talking about Arby's right now. I love Arby's. It is not garbage. But- it is. I I would argue higher quality than most other most other fast food. I just had a oh, conversation yeah. with a guy who used to work at Arby's. He's like, no, Arby's is legit. A lot of that stuff's like, yeah, like made in house. They're the only ones I, who mm-hmm. make gyros and fucking Rubens. Arby's yeah. rules, but also rules. I understand it's not Michelin star food. You know, <laughs> right, right. It's the that same way company didn't now think it was that great. Now yeah. that we're touching on food, can I share something I'm really excited about today? Yeah, you sure my can. Birthday? Okay, cool. It is related to food. Um, okay. So uh, where I work, obviously it's a restaurant, and mm-hmm. one of the um, people we work with is Hellbender Bagels, and they they make all the bagels in house. He works with us and stuff like that. He fucking made me a kumalik bagel 
Ooh. like for beef on weck he it was caraway yeah, yeah. seeds and um salt the super Holy intense shit. amount of salt yeah. oh my god i yeah. yeah dude i've never oh, had yeah. a i've never had that bagel but i i love an everything bagel which is i would like a i would say a close cousin to that but yeah that sounds sick i why haven't great. people made that before i love caraway i'll just eat well, caraway it, sounds like it almost and even like just kind of even like i know in the area it's kind of popular to have like the salt sticks of sorts so mm-hmm. it like almost had that vibe but like add caraway Mm. I fuck with it. This is coming from a guy who for uh, lunch today had fried spam eggs and just a handful (laughs) of pickles. So I need the amount of salt I ingest on a a daily basis. Like it's not going to be dramatically increased by just eating a bun just covered in salt. Yeah. Um, so, all right, guys, I guess we should probably say, are you in drinking beers? I will, spoiler alert, I'm not drinking beers. I'm sick. What? Guys, I'm sick. Okay. I'm drinking, well, but hey, I am, let me look, make I am up doing this. this. I'm drinking some coffee. That's cute. In my Hallmark Christmas mug. Mm. And uh, there is a little bit of peppermint mocha creamer in there. So I'm getting festive. Oh, oh, I'm just not boozing Some sort it. of like some sort of booze in there you know what i did try the other night though meg you might i don't know maybe your maybe your cocktail friends might uh, might know this apparently drinking hot dr pepper is like a thing uh in the south and people like put like booze in it i don't know anyway so i did this the other night i wasn't feeling good so here's what i did i got a dr pepper right heated it up all right then i put a few little splashes of i had like a little spiced brandy all right. Then I put a little cinnamon stick, a little uh, o- bit of orange peel in there. You got it was tasty. You got bougie was, as fuck there, bud. It was lovely. A mold Dr. Pepper. Mold Dr. Pepper with brandy. With brandy in it. It was fantastic. You know what I'm going to do is like, so mm. my dad makes glug every year, and I'm going to be like, Dad, yeah. you ever thought about putting Dr. Pepper in that? Mm-hmm. Fuck I mean, yeah, Dr. Pepper's delicious. delicious. I might come up. It was a little oh, on the sweet man. side. Because I put okay. this, I, yeah. I, I would I, next time I do it, I'd rather put like rye or something like that in it because mm. it was coming across pretty sweet. Because I used the 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 spiced brandy that I'm using to to uh, uh, baste my fruit cakes on a daily basis. Yeah. Um. And so, but so it was a little sweet. But any case, Brian's guys, basting his fruit cakes on a daily, I do. daily basis. I do. You know Got that to. just sounds like a lot of masturbation. You should like. I also do occasionally <laughs> masturbate. Yes, I also do that. But this is an entirely separate endeavor. Okay, cool. Um, We're talking about two yeah, yeah. things, but like that M- could be a euphemism. Mostly I'm just going to say. Approximately that. the same degree of frequency. Okay. <laughs> At least during the holiday season. <laughs> Heard. So, hey, I'm going to say I got kind of festive this weekend. No shit. Um, I'm drinking a blizzard of hops. Oh, wow. my friends over at Trogues. Okay. I, I, I like that beer. I absolutely. Yeah, I really like this beer, but I, I got their variety pack and mm-hmm. I, you know, haven't dove into a Mad Elf yet, but maybe in the next episode, you know. Do they have pills in that? Is, is Sunshine no, Pills in that it's variety usually pack? Dr- it's Dreamweaver and Perpetual is the. Uh, um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's such a bummer. You never get Sunshine Pills in any of those variety packs anymore. Something in the summer, I guess you what do. What do you I was going to say, in the summer, you definitely see that, but I don't yeah, yeah no. I, thought, I mean, I, I thought it come in. I thought Sunshine Pills came in the one that has like field work. And, oh yeah, and that just raspberry like year round regular the raspberry pack. one. I thought it came in yeah. that variety pack. That yeah, that was that's that might be I true. But yeah, I like I honestly they're like they're one of my favorite breweries. 
Tro- I fuck with tropes. I absolutely fuck with tropes. I think we already talked I, about it last episode. Like, I we like, look forward to Nugget Nectar. Like, <laughs> yes. I, oh, yes, because we so talked is, about okay. the hype beers. Right. Yeah. I, okay. We already Thanks for I was opening drunk. up. I was drunk so last episode. Only recently closed wounds, <laughs> Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. All right. All right, I'm done. I got, no, yeah, I got mine. Love tropes. Yeah. What you got? I got, I got, I got. This fucking camera. Allagash. Oh, yeah. I got some Allagash. He's in. Sounds fucking metal. Yeah. So let me tell you about it because it's a lot. And I'm surprised I found it. I found it in like a giant eagle mix of six. And it's like, why Mm. would you guys put this there? Because this is a aged in bourbon barrel. Uh, It is meant to be a take on a Boulevardier cocktail. Okay. Yeah. So it's. Which is like that. That's like a Negroni with. With uh, something different in it, right? Uh, I'm not quite sure. I, Isn't it like a Boulevardier Negroni, but with whiskey or something? It might I be. Forget. Yeah. Well, th- this is brewed with uh, Lambresco grape must, mm. Angelica yeah. root, and bitter orange, and then aged in bourbon barrels. So I think it's. <laughs> I, I think I you're right. Being that. that it's in bourbon barrels, it it's probably like a Negroni made with a uh, rye. But also, I think the grape must tells me that it's. Uh, you know, probably mixed with some sort of wine as well, hmm, or like sherry. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's this. Yeah, it's just with whiskey. It's a Negroni, but with whiskey. Mm-hmm. Okay, in its simplest, simplest form. Yeah, I'd fuck with it. Yeah, it's really good though. Yeah, it's a like it's nine and a half percent. Mm-hmm. So that's it's goose juice, which I love. Zooming but, it up, zoom, goose zoom. juice. Mm-hmm. I um. You know, I, I, I love Allagash, but the last couple of ones that I've picked up that were like their in and out ones, uh, surprisingly not great. That that mm. one they had around Halloween. Oh, yeah. I forget what it's called. It's I, saw, I, I saw it, but I didn't pick it up. It didn't not get uh, it. Didn't, it didn't trigger. Uh, maybe me. it was the last year one. Maybe it was a different one this year. I don't know. But yeah. what I picked up last year, I don't know if it was the same this year. It was not good. Not this, good. One, this one's really good, though. I think Far you noise, might like yeah. it. It's it's like, I mean, the barrel isn't too hot on it and it's. It's nice and smooth, and you get like some of those fruity notes from the grape mm. must in it and the orange. Nice, so, yeah. it's enjoyable. Well, guys, uh, we got a couple of things we do before we jump into this movie here, real quick. First of all, I got to remind everybody if you didn't already, you should probably go over in the old social medias and give us a follow on the Instagrams or the Twitters or the TikTok, easier to Facebooks or whatever. Um, and as always, if you give us a, one of them little reviews, you put a little five star review and you write a little thing, say like, hey, this is a good old podcast or something like that, and then send me a DM, I'll send you some nice stickers in the mail just in case you're looking for some spooky, ooky stickers coming through your mailbox with all your Christmas cards. Um, That uh, offer is on the table still. Also, uh, we do need to announce what you picked as your social media, our social media friends and listeners picked um, from the poll on there. Now, we're recording this a little bit early here, so I'm going to let Steve, uh, you know, announce, future Steve, announce what we actually uh, get picked here. But let me remind you what those topics were that you had to pick from. First of it was, uh, was uh, cosmic horror. Um, number two was. Hold on, let me get my voice right for this one. Sequels in <laughs> space. So that's any sequels that end up up in the old space, something like Jason X or you know Leprechaun in space, or there's a Hellraiser in space, you know shit like that. Um, and then last, uh, lastly, we call Ah Little Monsters, which is basically any little tiny 
kind of little ghouly type uh, creatures or or perhaps it's a it's a it's a critter or a munchie or a hobgoblin or some sort of little puppet looking ass creature. But we did decide to exclude gremlins from the mix because we have already talked about several of the gremlins or at least we've already talked about. Well, we maybe we only talked about gremlins, too. Yeah, we only talked about one of them. We talked about Gremlins 2 as an episode, and then I brought up Critters 2 on oh uh, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on our Thanksgiving special, but we mm-hmm. didn't like go through the whole movie or anything. So. Right. So anyway, anything in that in that little little tiny monsters type category, sans Gremlins, we've decided. So, um, future Steve, tell us what our topic is. Cosmic horror. Oh, thanks a lot, Steve. That was great. Thanks for sliding on in there telling us what it is. We're really excited for Cosmic Horror. You're welcome, Um, Brian. (laughs) All right. So uh, that will be for our January showdown, uh, which will release that very first Monday of the new year, 20 and 23, which is actually uh, the second of January. So that's when you hear about that some bitch. Now, let's go into um this goddamn movie. We are talking about a little flicky that um I actually mentioned at the top of the show here already. Um just came out, oh, maybe a couple couple two three weeks ago, I want to say, right? Christmas Bloody Christmas directed by Insane. Yeah, directed by uh Joe Begas who a lot of us I think in the horror community are grown to, to to really appreciate and look forward to some of these cool flicks that he throws out there. Um, I, most notably, the ones that came up, I would say, in recent, you know, in the last few years here, I knew uh, VFW, I enjoyed a lot. And then what was the other one that just came out not terribly? Bliss. Bliss, yeah, which was another Shutter exclusive, yeah. Um, both of which were fun. And, and, you know, I would say even of the three, this is probably... My favorite. I would imagine he got a little Absolutely. bit more of a budget associated with this one. Um, but let's just real quick run through a few of the cast here. Mostly uh, 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 relatively unknown folks. Uh, stars uh, Riley Dandy as Tori. She is, you know, the protagonist in the movie. She's really by far the main character. Um, most other characters kind of come and go pretty quickly. But um, and then you have Robbie played by Sam Delic or Delich. Um, again, those two. Ne- I just oh, I ahead. just wanted to stop for a second on Riley yeah. and like her other IMDb credits. OK, because I feel like you would appreciate this. Uh, she yeah, I, hit- I didn't recognize any of them, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just just the titles alone is mm-hmm. because she's done three other christmas movies yes. not not horror but right <laughs> she's done a kiss on candy cane lane <laughs> sick these, are these, these aren't hallmark are they they've are gotta be they've gotta yeah, be i mean that one almost sounds like oh, that that one might have been like a two because two is doing like original christmas movies yeah. now too so yeah they're pop they're popping up at other places because like uh yeah. just a quick diversion Lindsay lohan just put one out that's, I heard that's like falling down Winterland or whatever, some shit. And it's just a remake of Overboard. But instead of falling off, instead of falling off a boat, she falls down a ski mountain and it's Christmas time. It's the same fucking Dude, movie. I'm, yeah. I'm so into it, though, because Overboard's one of my favorite, fi- yeah. favorite films. Um, and, but uh, but back to Riley her her other two Christmas films, which just make me laugh because one is a Hollywood Christmas. Yeah. And then the other is a California Christmas City Lights. Yeah. <laughs> 
California Christmas <laughs> colon City Lights. Yeah. And apparently these two movies aren't related because she's playing three different characters across. She's playing Tiffany in nice. one and then Ashley and Chloe in another. Yeah. So they're not related. That, why are these the most whitest fucking bitch names I've ever heard? I hate, <laughs> yes, them. I hate them all. That well, she's a white bitch. So, so yeah, she's a white bitch. That reminds me so much of uh, of one of my favorite imaginary Christmas ha- ha- Hallmark Christmas movies, which is um, Big City Christmas Two colon or Small Town Christmas Two colon A Big City Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the, those ones sound borderline made up. Yeah, is it on your list? And you guys just like happen to have some crossover? That'd be really funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, there's ones that we yeah. both came up with as a joke, and then we looked. We're like, no, that's a real one. Oh that my god. Is very close oh to a real one. <laughs> oh, who else? Okay, so uh, probably the most recognizable people in here. Two two folks. One uh, one Mr. Jonah Ray, uh, which folks will know from a lot of things, uh, not the least of which uh, uh, the most recent uh, iterations of Mr. Science Theater three thousand. And then Dora Madison, she plays a relatively small character as well, uh, small role as well. They kind of go in and out. The other ones you'll definitely notice, Jeff Daniel Phillips, you know, huge horror, um, probably one of the most recognizable people like working in horror right now. He's got a very recognizable look. He's got a huge handlebar mustache, which everyone likes. Um, and he plays in, uh, uh, well, he's been in a lot of stuff, but most recently he played Herman Munster in Rob Zombie's The Monsters. Um, and he's in Three from Hell. And, you know, he's 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 in a bunch of stuff. Um, he's, he's in just about every damn Rob Zombie flick, but also he's in Satanic Panic. Um, um, yeah, tons of stuff in the last handful of years. I always, always like seeing him. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. There's a few other supporting folks. Anyone else of note that I'm that I'm missing? Well, I would say the the guy playing Santa is of note. Oh, just at least yes. for me, because yeah. so the yeah. guy playing Santa is Abraham uh, Ben Ruby, yeah. and like he's a guy that you you'll notice he's been in shit since the '90s. He's mm-hmm. I think he started as like the bully on Parker Lewis Can't Lose. <laughs> and like nice. he was just a guy who's like big everywhere yeah. he goes and so like as a as a younger big person mm-hmm. i was like oh look a big guy like you know hey, that's look, representation hey, for me <laughs> a big guy <laughs> hey look more galoot yeah <laughs> more galoot representation um and, yeah he's he, he's been in a million things. Yeah, he's a like, million things. Obviously, you don't recognize his face in mm-hmm. this, um, but if you saw his face, you would recognize him. Yeah, and I think it's because he he also was he was either in Bliss or VFW. He was in Bliss. Okay, yeah. So like, yeah, he was yeah, in he, Bliss. He, yeah, he'll pop. Uh, uh, Bagos will work with you know repeated people over and over. He also uh, was in the live action Charlotte's Web. Did a voice in 2006, <laughs> as you guys will remember from that. Um, I'm sure he's been on at least three Law and Orders. <laughs> well, he was on ER. That was his other. He was big on ER credit. for a long he time. ER. He was also on ER the game in 2005, <laughs> the video game ER, uh, which I'm just learning now is a thing, and I will be purchasing. I think after we get off the joke. call, no. Um, uh, not, a, is, not a joke. Not a I joke. just learned about it. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Why are you uh, excited? Are you going to like try to, it's like operation for like a PS. Hopefully. Yeah. What I'm hoping it? is it's 
like a more serious version of Theme Hospital. I don't know if you guys ever played Theme oh, okay. Hospital. That was one of my favorite <laughs> oh, games ever growing shit. up. Um, did you say, like I you don't guys. do this I shit. Feel, I, like, no, I, like, I haven't been into... I don't do this shit. You know, and, and I'm not talking shit either. I have dated and I married someone who was like really into video games. I appreciate it. Mm. I, I can't, I, me personally, I can't do it. I just don't yeah. have the attention span for it. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, this game came out in like 95. So I, I played it when I was a kid. It came out on like the first PlayStation yeah, or something. Yeah, maybe it was the same time frame. Crush Bandicoot was the only game I probably actually got into. Uh, can you go ahead and pronounce that one more time? I'd love <laughs> to hear how you said that. Is it Crush Bandicoot? Is that how you say it? Nope. No, yes, it is, Brian. I got, I got, yes, it I is. Bandicoot? Bandicoot. That's Bandicoot? yes, it is. No, it's not. It's Wait, crash, are, crash Bandicoot. Brian, just let it be. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> just Who let, is right? Am I wrong? I am. You're no, not right, he, Meg. And I just wanted it to be that way forever. Why? <laughs> he just he wanted you to walk do, around saying Crash Bandicoot. I have said it literally for 20 plus years. Great. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. I, uh, I fucked up that long standing joke by, that I'm, I'm sure everyone you know Wait, shares. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> The um the the crush team racing that was like what yeah, I was yeah into. oh yeah. yeah that was I yep. was into all right yeah. oh, now, great, now great you guys I, again no shame I fucking no. fuck up <laughs> listen but, uh, thank you thank you fuck you Steve for fucking not correcting me <laughs> fuck you thank you Brian for correcting I was making me. fun of you I never know how Meg's gonna respond to things because I was making fun of her and now I'm getting praised right yeah and a second ago I said something about like yeah it's just it's I, I never know how she's gonna react yeah it's just, um she's such a wild card um all right Wild card. <laughs> Fucking wild card. Woohoo. One last actor I wanted to point out, though. Dive out of a car. Uh, she she only appears for probably uh, a minute and a half, maybe. Mm. Uh, but it's Kansas Bowling. And that, why do I know that name? And I'll tell you why. Because this is the second movie that we've done that she's appeared in. Uh, the first one being Veronica. Oh no! Yes, she was. Oh, she no. was one of the victims of the, of the blood witch, at mm. the uh, in the third segment of Veronica, when he was mm. drained. They were draining the blood and yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are talking like um, Glenn Danzig. Hey, hey, hey! I sent you guys a meme. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was Mariah Carey of Glenn Danzig, and now I have this dream. To hear you mm-hmm. guys like um, talk about um, Ryan Carey's lyrics in the tone of Dylan Danzig. All I uh, want for Christmas is the gabagoo. The gabagoo. I did see that. Wanted. I That's think, the best gift I think, I've gotten on my birthday. I think Steve. Uh, I think Steve uh, sent me that one because I had seen that before. I no, I didn't okay. send that. To, no, we. Bo- I bet we both saw it on that beer. Uh, oh, Facebook because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've because seen I've seen this. was danziging for a long time yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, still yeah. talking like a Lindanzig right there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. It's the holidays. All right, let's dive into. Can we dive into this? I know I'm also all distracting right. us. I apologize. No, that's all right. We, you know, it's listen. This is one of those movies. Uh, again, we're it's talking so about Christmas, Bloody fun. Christmas from 2022. 100%. It's one of those movies that it doesn't let. Um, too much plot getting in the way of a good story. Yeah, right? it doesn't. It <laughs> doesn't need us to talk it up, plot point yeah. by plot point. We just no. have to talk about our favorite things. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I almost felt like, though, to a certain extent, that like the first forty five minutes were 
unnecessary. There was some stuff that probably could have got cut. Let, let's 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 read the uh, the IMDb synopsis because it'll probably be a little bit more concise than than me because a uh, fucking dictionary is more concise than me. But um, so. It's Christmas Eve and Tori just wants to get drunk and party. But when a robotic Santa Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire and begins a rampant killing spree through her small town, she's forced into battle for survival. So you get that pretty much tells the whole damn thing. Yeah. Um, there, there are a couple characters that like you get to know that really only one of them I would say you kind of feel for. But the whole thing is. Tori owns this record store. First of all, I didn't look this up, but this movie feels tragically Canadian. Is this accurate? <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Not at all. Really? They seem so Canadian to me. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe some of the actors are, but no. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Bacos is very much American. And like this was yeah. filmed in California. So was it? OK. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Just the way they talked and like, uh, yeah, something about the way they talked just reminded me of of uh, we'll have to look up the actress, but they seemed very Canadian to me for whatever reason. But did you, did you snowy- just recently watch Santa's sleigh? Maybe that's tainting your no not that canadian um but it's uh it, it just felt like the way they were talking so i i'll say and this i think speaks to meg what you were saying too is mm-hmm. so you get these two characters you get tori and you get robbie tori owns this like kind of you know punk metal underground-ish looking um uh, uh, a record store, right? Mm-hmm. And Robbie is her longtime employee. You know, it feels like there's a tremendous amount of like sexual tension between them. He's over Tinder, which I fucking understand. Yeah. So it's like, it, so it's this whole <laughs> thing of like, it starts out, she's going to go hook up with some douchebag guy. Her friends, including Robbie, talk her out of it. And then there is that 45 minutes you talk about, which I think is like, yeah, really right up until like shit really hits the fan. But but they do they get to the action relatively quickly. I want to say it was like 20 minutes in when mm-hmm. somebody like first bites the big one. But there yeah. is a lot of um, uh, uh, playful fighting banter mm-hmm. between Tori and Robbie that go on. They give them a long leash with the improv yeah. uh, and it does get a little old. And at one point, um Kate was like, I wish we counted how many times they said fuck because <laughs> it got to a comical level. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like a Rob Zombie script. Uh, <laughs> like at a, at a point. Yeah. This movie's only been out. I mean, at time of recording, this movie hasn't been out for an entire weekend. Mm-hmm. And already the IMDb trivia says that it has 487 uses of fuck. Yeah. So it's excessive to the point where you're like, why are these characters like, I don't know, so limited in their vocabulary? Maybe I felt, maybe I feel desensitized to it. It didn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 at first it didn't, but then it just got to a point where they were like arguing about music a lot mm-hmm. and it's like their little way of like flirting with each other like saying each of them are each of them are kind of oh you have terrible taste so you have terrible taste and they're arguing about music and albums and songs and shit like that and they're just like screaming at each other and just i don't know it, it did become a, a lot at one point it didn't completely detract me from the movie and frankly 
you know, you did want to see, like, are they going to hook up? Are they going to fuck? You you assume so, but you didn't know if uh, if old Robbie was going to get f- killed before it happened. <laughs> like, that was the big question, right? Um, it but, you know, like, hey, so uh, I, this thought just kind of came to me and figured I'm tossing into the ether of sorts of, like, I feel like that kind of almost brings up, like, tropes of, like, kind of campy type films that we watch where mm-hmm. it's, like, trying to, like, all the reasons where you're, like, you're going to die because you guys, like, had sex and yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. But um, it in this, like, more, uh, like, current context of how films are made it has like a more awkward vibe like i i mean it was fine you know leading up Mm -hmm. to it like i only got really really excited when like all the action happened people really were like starting to get fucked up but Mm -hmm. like leading up to it felt really awkward but i can also see it through the lens of like this is kind of campy a little bit and i can appreciate it for the campiness of it Mm. to like set up the themes that we want to see happen in these type of films where super slasher like super just like people need to die and we need to figure out how to how they're going to die and why they're going to die yeah yeah i think i think what you're seeing is kind of like just a twist on the way this would be set up so like if you go back to the 80s and look at films like the burning and everything mm-hmm. all the dudes in that film are sleaze sure. and yeah, yeah. you know they just kind of get pussy as they demand pussy <laughs> <laughs> so what you're seeing in this one is like the reverse of that is mm-hmm. that Tori is in control basically mm-hmm. the entire time because mm-hmm. like she's Robbie's boss. She mm-hmm. dictates like where they're going, you know, what time they're going, who's driving. She she has control of the situation the entire time. And then mm-hmm. she's the only one who gets the burst nerds. Uh Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, yeah. I did. I did appreciate that. because I was almost like, wait. He, yeah, okay. I don't want to go. Yeah, to, he didn't to burst nerds. Like Robbie yeah. don't, bur- well, they don't burst. Well, so, like, so, so the whole idea the was, was like he was, maybe, but like at the same time, yeah. the, like the primary, fucking mm-hmm. she, well, he so, made sure she got off. Like, wow, this is progressive well, here, as fuck. Well, I think the whole thing was like they were talking about like how guys don't don't know how to go down on girls, and he was making comments about how he, um, is, you know, performs oral sex with the power of a tyrannosaurus or something like that earlier in the movie. Yeah. So, so I always eye roll onto that. Like, yeah. So his whole thing was like, all right, listen, we're, we're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to munch it up here. Um, it was, and then it was like, she was like, okay, I need to go turn the music back on, get the nachos, More do another whiskey. shot. And then I'll be back. Well, unfortunately, Rob, Good old Rob never even got to get his dick out. Um, so, <laughs> you know what? Good. You know what? Good. Fuck him. Megan in my single uh, stake. Fucking good. You know no, what? no, but good. I also, I don't want to like raise over what Steve talked about. I think that's like a really powerful thing, like mm-hmm. where it could be like, we should actually celebrate the fact that they like, that is a point. Like they, yeah. that was a decision they made to like, the the power dynamic being switched in this in this situation but i think it's cool uh, give it a it's a plus for me and my mind in this movie. yeah and, and and the thing i like too is like and this is spoiling the end of the movie um but she never gets saved by anybody Mm-mm. no like she saves herself ultimately like mm-hmm. i said spoiler alert here she does survive assumingly it kind of ends a little bit of abruptly but like yeah. there's never a oh so the cops show up and save her. The cops are always just creating more problems, really. Um, 
you know, the, the, the some dude never shows up and saves her. You right. know, she just kind of survives through like perseverance kind of thing, which, you know, you're seeing a little bit more of. And it, w- what I like about it, especially from just like a structural perspective, too, is it makes things seem less predictable. Because when you see an 80, if this movie was made in 1988, you could pretty much guess what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. This you didn't necessarily know. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, and they it, also killed a kid earlier. So that means yeah. it could go in a lot <laughs> of different did. directions. There's there a lot of ways well, it could have gone. see it, though. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. You, the you see, like, well, a you vague one shot. Yeah. Uh, you saw, like, an axe go into his neck <laughs> yeah. like, or something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, the big, uh, kind of the, the, the big parallels that you get uh, in comparison is this film and Terminator. Mm-hmm. And there's there's so much Terminator, especially at oh, the end. At, at the end, it's like straight up yeah. term- T2. Shit. Yeah. Well, no, T1. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. It, I, I mean, it's really T1. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably more so. So, but yeah, like, it, and again, it's the same thing of like Sarah Connor wasn't saved uh, mm-hmm. by uh, Kyle Reese. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the end, she saved herself. So, yeah, yep. you, you get a lot of the similarities in that, but. Um, I, I want to say that this movie is a very merry yeetmas to us <laughs> yeah. because That's there is so much, oh my there's God. so much yeet yeeting oh, yeah. in this there's film. So many. I like, like, I, I felt the same way because of the way that everyone just got, yeah, everyone's yeeted. constantly being yeeted or, everyone's or yeeting somebody. Yeeted. I think it's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, let's talk about some of them yeets. Um, oh, I did want to mention the soundtrack was cool. Oh, yeah. I did like it too. Um, yeah, cool soundtrack. At some point, it started to get really like that doom metal drone mm-hmm. thing that you get a ton in like Mandy, which I felt yeah. was like maybe a little like you used it a little too much. But like at the beginning, I thought there was a, some cool songs and stuff. Uh, it, did, it didn't it. bother me. It didn't. Um, it even like it even made me like be a little bit of a nerd because mm. there's the scene in the bar where they turn they turn on a song and I was like, oh shit, Joe Bagos is an ISIS supporter because <laughs> <laughs> because there's yeah. a band ISIS and they yeah. haven't played in a long time, partially because of the name. Yeah. It, yeah. Like they, they were ISIS before ISIS, but then you know ISIS came in. But uh yeah, I was like, oh shit, ISIS, that's like a fucking ten year old, if not more song. I was like, hell yeah, ISIS. And then well, but then so like all that doom that. metal and everything, I'm I'm into it, so it didn't mm-hmm. bother me. I just like hearing something, you know, different for a change. Yeah. I, I almost like uh like where some I don't know, you guys can totally correct me too. Where I mean it made me happy where situations like this where we're actually getting bands being brought into movies to like create soundtracks and like have songs mm-hmm. on it versus like having necessarily someone who just creates soundtracks for movies which I, mm-hmm. I, I, again either fine but um i do have an appreciation for bringing bands in i think it's yeah. fun yeah i think it, i mean i think you can get a good mix because like there's a lot of great composers out there especially mm-hmm. right now and like uh one of my favorites is colin stetson who mm-hmm. like he got we talked about him i think yeah right? i'm sure we have yeah because uh, i love him so i'm sure i have but <laughs> so like colin stetson so. i mean even um like uh oh what's it trent reznor why can't i think of that like trent mm-hmm. reznor has been compo- doing a lot of composing yeah. lately so you get like a lot of good composers but also i appreciate anytime somebody goes out of their way to get songs and music that isn't in the norm because mm-hmm. like i just Mm-hmm. I think a couple of weeks ago or so, I watched that Black Adam film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And it's just so based on like every poppy song you can ever think of. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's, it's like, that whole ugh. it's that whole like it's that whole Scorsese thing where there has to be a Scorsese moment where mm-hmm. you know you get a song that everyone recognizes mm-hmm. and you know like bubbles all this and it's it's not just I don't know who started it but you know I think about Scorsese doing it but then also all the Mar- all the Marvel movies yeah. do it. You know what I mean freaking every guardians of the galaxy thing has to have some classic rock riff in it and mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I i like to discover like i because i watch so many movies i oftentimes rely on movies and tv shows to introduce me to new music too mm-hmm. so i like when when that when something pops up that i can go like oh what's that song and then i end up on some freaking reddit thread trying to figure out what the name of some <laughs> song is like or a podcast i just found a band that i fucking love from a podcast like they, they've just used a couple of their songs in their intros throughout the seasons and it took forever to that? find What's them the there's band? some me. tiny t- some tiny little um oh my god no i have to look it up hold on well brian looks it up i'll, I'll bring yeah. up another movie i watched though that it's good for this uh it's called death to metal and i mm-hmm. think i maybe brought it up a couple episodes ago but like it's a band that uses it's it's about like a priest who comes back to life and decides to kill a bunch of death metal bands because you know it's they're bad for the <laughs> they're bad for the world, but like they use actual death metal bands in the movie, mm-hmm. and so like you can look up their you know their work and actually get into them. Cool. But yeah, so check out death to metal. Uh, the yeah. other thing I like though to go along this avenue of like everything is kind of doom metal and like sludgy because everything like all the colors in the film are, you know, these bright neon against harsh blacks. And then mm-hmm. every dude looks like Joe Bagos and that they have like, <laughs> and like Joe Bagos is in the film, but like they all have the long, you know, hair that they look like they play in uh fucking scorpions. No, <laughs> no, he's like, I'm just waiting for him to tell me what band that reminds me of. I'm, I'm like, trying yeah. to find it no, and it's driving I, me insane uh, that no, I can't no, find I, it right now. Yeah. Everyone was like, how I'll think about movie, it though for a while there. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah. why, why is everyone who's hot dies? You know what I mean? Yeah. Your girl was horny for it. Guys, what I'm saying. What you're saying is you're into everybody who's in the electric wizard. That's yes. what I was trying. That's uh, the band yes. I was trying to remember. Yes. Actually, <laughs> Every yes. dude in this movie looks like they're in electric wizard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. And, and guys, we do type. pretty pretty early in this movie we do get a good old ass eating scene mm-hmm. which uh you gotta you never you just don't see in christmas movies that often <laughs> yeah yeah i would never i would have never expected the mystery science theater guy to just bury his face in some ass for, but do you think you know? that was him do you think he you think he was that was him because it was kind of from a distance you couldn't tell if it was a stunt ear i would he really stunt tongue yeah i don't think he would i don't think he would call in for stunt, stunt tongue. tongue you don't think so no well Wait, how do you think you sign up for that job can i what can to, I get paid? to be that stunt can I to be stunt that stunt tongue, tongue? Can, I, stunt can, I, tongue? Yeah. can i like probably just go in like no, whenever they need see somebody I eat a great tongue. i don't know well like, i don't he have was, great you hands did. i can't be a hand model <laughs> Mm, you know, like I'm trying to give it side houses, guys. Come on, let, let's yeah. go. Um, I have some gorgeous, gorgeous feet. So I oftentimes, no, I'm just kidding. My feet are disgusting. Um, <laughs> we know this from the last episode where you said you never gave him a foot bath. We know your feet are <laughs> gross. True. Yeah. Maybe if you gave him a foot bath, then you would be able oh, to Oh, yeah. No, this. no, dude. There's just like, 
I could take I could take like a knife, a paring knife, and cut off a chunk of my heel. It would just look like you know those videos where people cut soap. You know, yeah. There's like ASMR videos. Anyway, um, we do get a cool. You know, I, I did like the kind of Robo Santa. POV kills mm-hmm. um, because he has these like glow. The best thing about Robo Santa, especially once he starts to get kind of fucked up later in the scene or later in the movie, is um, he has these like glowing green eyes. And then also, once part of his face gets fucked up, you get this like exposed, you know, exoskeleton type of thing that glows green. And it's a, the whole thing is shot like a relatively cheap independent movie. Mm-hmm. But there are some, you know, like the, 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 uh, um, the explosions and whatnot were very uh, CGI, obviously, but like done what? fairly well. Some of this, uh, some of the fire and the explosions were CGI. It didn't, I think. Mm, it didn't look that way to me. Really? Yeah. The one where they, the one where sh- where he comes and rams the car outside the station with the ambulance. Maybe that one was sweetened a little bit. But I'm I don't pretty sure looked. it was. You would know better than me, but I, I'm pretty sure that one looked had some had some. It wasn't all, but it definitely seemed like it was tuned up with some cgi it maybe it was tuned up a little bit but they still Mm. did like full-on practical explosions in they did do some cool explosions and there's also just like a whole lot of pyrotechnics in general with Mm -hmm. all the with all the like whizzing fucking sparklers coming off the robot there's (laughs) like it's so fucking great (laughs) yeah the robot itself is cool even at the end when it's like a when it's like a three quarters Mm -hmm. like dummy it still looks pretty cool it looks like kind of janky but it also makes it a little bit scarier like it's gone completely fucking haywire a little bit yeah it almost looks Um, like something like the guys that like who did psycho gorman and the void (laughs) i can see that a little bit it looks like their (laughs) earlier work like uh uh, uh, a biocop level where it's like less less suits more dummies Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah but you get some cool pov kills there probably my favorite scene is after uh santa comes in and starts rampaging around the neighborhood they see him kill the kid next door through the window and he sees them so all of a sudden he's they're like fuck he's coming and so he comes over and they're kind of hiring you know robbie's not coming um but they (laughs) they come out <laughs> no, it's coming. <laughs> Not even Tori. Okay. It seems Tori, like she Tori, might have been. Tori came. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. Who knows? I feel like she, she did. might have got bored oh, at one point. Yeah, you know. But, but um, anyway, she he he does the old, uh, uh, you know, um, you know. All right, we got to rally troops. Like he's coming over to kill us. They get like her sister and brother in law that are staying with her out of bed and they're all like hunkered down and then he jumps you know he basically he throws a corpse through the window at robbie um, number one <laughs> yeah he get, he eats him and then um the uh the other kind of fun thing about this scene um was uh oh the sister gets a good old head twist that's that kicks things off mm-hmm. and then i think the brother-in-law gets killed off screen but yeah. when they're trying to escape and and and, and start up Robbie's shitty car to escape. There's a pretty cool, you know, escape scene. There's tension in the car. And then the cop shows up. This robot and, and shotguns him. Of course, he's not dead. But this this robot is pronounced dead 70 times in it's, this movie. That's, like, it's the best part of how many times yeah. this robot technically gets killed. Because <laughs> you kept going like, no, 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 no. Like, that's going to be OK. I get it. When he went, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but towards the end of the movie, you're like, all right, I know he's not dead now. Now he's dead. Oh, wait, no, 
okay now he's dead really no he's not okay it's like five times right at the end yeah <laughs> where they kind of try to play off this dead it got to be kind of comical i do have a problem with it and we'll talk about it when we get there but there, it's mm-hmm. like it's my only thing it's my it's one of two sticking points i have with the film that like i just okay. they just bug me and they irk me the one i'll go back to though is yeah. Uh, when uh, Lana and uh, uh, I'm just going to call him Jonah Ray because I forget his character's name. Yeah, whatever. When they're in the toy store, which is mm-hmm. a great name, T.W. Bonkers. That's a great name. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but when they're, that place is awesome, yeah. by well, the way. I want to just hang out in that store, especially the way it was lit. Yeah. You know, it's just cool. Yeah. But uh, when they're in that store, uh, they're talking about like the one way Robbie isn't going to fuck tonight is if he gets his dick chopped off. <laughs> and then he doesn't get his dick chopped he never off. Never gets his dick chopped off. That was such and a check off. Watching yeah. he should have gotten his dick chopped off. <laughs> I know. I really thought he was. And I had just watched that uh that don't do not open or don't open till Christmas mm-hmm. movie. And and someone gets their dick chopped off in that movie. So I was like, oh man, is this going to be another dick chop off? No. It's such a Chekhov's gun line. I know. Of like if he doesn't get his dick chopped off, but I mean he does get an axe right through the face. Which is the it was a cool effect. Can we yeah, just say, a- like, too, like, even just like all these axe effects, like, of like one, the people are getting split in half. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, heads getting yeah, caved like, in. There's no, and, like, yeah. differential. Like, there's a lot of just split in halves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I was yes. going to say is, like, I appreciate, like, when the robot swings the axe, it's not like it, the axe gets stuck in anything. It goes mm. through all the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. it, it was it the it only time the, when um, I'm trying to think who that who it was, where the guy that got like his the axe to the back. That was the neighbor's house yeah. when he, mm-hmm. the, of the kid who gets axed when he goes in there before he even comes over to to Tori's house. He goes over, throws the axe into the guy's back, and it like sticks in his back. Mm-hmm. Um. He, he does like straight up axe throwing style, like the thing that like yep. white people go and do on the weekends, <laughs> that, like places that have laser tag. Um, but it was, uh, it was, um, yeah, overall, like the practical effects, the kills were, were really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there was some tension. Um, I had a couple things. I'll wait till the end, Steve, when you try to talk about a couple of the things that bothered you. Cause there was a couple that were for me, but they were probably more just straight personal, but, um, uh, there was a good <laughs> I liked this is while Robbie is uh, is going down on Tori and it's getting pretty aggressive, although you never see her. You never see boobs piss no. me off. <laughs> she, and he just does the old thing where he pulls like pulls the, the underwear to the yeah. side. Yeah. Come on. Nope. It was cheap. Get him off. This sounds like Get a money thing. This is a money thing. Yeah. Get him off. Yeah, she Rob. she she wasn't looking to like hmm, this movie. This movie's too small yeah. for me to lose the panties. Thing. I'll show I my brother. Because I felt the same. I get it. Hey Brian, I was with you. Felt the same way. Yeah, but but while that's happening, Sarabi's so munch 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 munch, <laughs> and uh, simultaneously they are cutting back and forth between Santa killing the family next door, and when he like full like basically curb stomps the father on the stairs, and all this juice just gushes out of his head and then they cut back over to Tori coming and it's a definite like visual double entendre <laughs> yeah and of just gone. but it's a head squirting and everybody's penis doesn't know what to do <laughs> yeah, it was it was confusing for me 
um but yeah I appreciate, like, this is kind of a nasty movie yeah in that way oh, yeah. like, between that like a kid gets you know a kid gets axed like overall it's a pretty nasty movie all the way people get yeeted um yeah oh yeah so many yeah, so, you know, obviously they don't know it's a robot for a long time, and they just think it's like a murder. So, you know, a cop comes, cop gets killed. Um, pretty cool scene, uh, uh, honestly. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite things, Tori has a real habit of, of stealing um, uh, public vehicles. <laughs> She's, she flies off in a cop car with no windshield, driving down, driving down the highway at one point. I want to just be like, keep driving. Just keep driving. Yeah. Well, I mean, she couldn't. She got stopped by the other cops yeah. in the in the in the emergency yeah, vehicle. That's true. The I, ambulance. They were walking yes. off the road. Yeah, I would just be like, get the. F-. I, and she did. At that point, she thought that the cops were going to help her, and of course, it they might didn't. Have been one of my like, so I felt like, so Tori in I, almost okay. I'm actually to get back. I feel like everyone was a little bit more exaggerated in their acting. I mean, mm-hmm. overall, it didn't bother me too too bad, but like. There was a lot of exaggeration. So then even when the scene, what we're talking about where Tori gets stopped, I was like, are you guys really trying to perpetuate stereotypes here? Or are we just like, <laughs> what, what point are you trying to make by the situation? Because at the same time, you could have just been like, this guy just either sucks at acting. This is a dramatization of the situation. Or like you're going for some other theme that I didn't totally understand. Are you talking about like when the cops were like freaking out and like, yeah, you're gonna listen yeah. to me and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, that's how, what's the guy's name? We already said his name, uh, played uh, Herman Munster. Jeff Daniels Phillips, but. Yeah, yeah. He kind of, oh, that's just kind of how he always acts. Like he just goes hard on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, and but I, I mean, feel like- he, he was more subdued. Uh, I think Meg's more talking about the guy who plays like his deputy who yeah. also. I mean, they again, everybody, every guy looks the same in this movie because they all Those, look like yeah. they play play in doom metal bands. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, he, uh, it was an ex- a complete exaggeration, but everyone else kind of had variations of exaggerations that, that I kind of felt, you know, you're like, yeah, you're trying it, a little bit hard in your acting. Well, that's what I said. It was almost a Rob Zombie ish yeah. type of thing where mm-hmm. they were all really, really acting their balls off. Yeah. Um, oh, this is why I just saw my note that reminded me why I when I became convinced how Canadian this movie was was uh when robo santa is pulling robbie from the car and she keeps keep going yelling at him to fuck off oh. she's like kicking him she's like fuck off, fuck off. It's like that's the <laughs> canadian thing to yell at some at a mur- somebody who's trying to murder you fuck off fuck off goose <laughs> yeah i i'll say like so once she she gets arrested by like this really shitty cop who's annoying and taken to the uh taken to the police station where it's just basically her shitty cop and jeff daniels cop mm-hmm. and the one thing that made me laugh like really hard was there the shitty cop is yelling at her mm-hmm. and he's like you need to calm down and we got this fucking shit going on and my friend who and the cop who had just been killed and he's yeah. like I, I forget that cop's name as well but davies davies yeah and it's like yeah. and davies just got fucking killed and i gotta fucking tell his wife oh fuck debbie <laughs> we gotta tell debbie <laughs> Just, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. just the quick realization that he like no, he's just some... gonna go fuck Debbie. He's gonna try to fuck her. <laughs> yeah, my husband died, but do you want this dick? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this old stinky too. dick. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I, I thought it was funny that they were all. You know, there's a, there's a massive murder scene 
with like multiple victims in this small town and the sheriff is like, I'm going to go make a pot of coffee and then we're going to figure this out. Like, it just, <laughs> There just didn't seem to be as like much of a sense of urgency. I would assume in a small town, if there was a multiple homicide, like murder scene, I imagine he'd be on the scene, not like h- hanging out, having discussions with uh, the one random survivor back in at the <laughs> station making coffee. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, they, they made mention of how they called in the uh, 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 the other like the county, town yeah, the other, whatever, yeah. yeah, the county cops are on the case, so he yeah. can just let it be. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. The the ambulance ram in the station. I thought that was a pretty cool scene where he's like, you know, he's not he's not stopping, you know, kind of thing. And and obviously they didn't ram it through a building, uh, but they made it look like all the windows broke and like everything was shot pretty pretty smartly. I think. Overall, the the thing that made this movie is the lighting. I think mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, um, it was very they made very, it, it was very exaggerated. I like I it, oh, I definitely super saturated. Yeah. Like all the lights, the it, Christmas light everywhere you mm. look. There's Christmas lights in the background yeah. that are like mm-hmm. all like what do they call it when it's like um, where, where like the lights kind of all like blown but it out. Made, it, like even just like the intense scenes with like the murderous type thing, like when Santa's attacking, like almost everything almost seemed worse or like worse than it was. And I think it worked, especially with like the scenes where Santa's like fucking killing shit. And um, just because of how strong it was, it, it, it felt so like poignant when you're like, I, that's why I like the lighting a lot, honestly. Yeah, it, every scene every- felt like you were like in a like a club or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything felt intense. Maybe is the word I'm. It was really for. dark, but then like super, um, uh, uh, like saturated close-ups of all the lights that like you know were constantly kind of glowing on everything. Like mm-hmm. when they were in the toy store, it felt like you were in like a Christmas themed haunted house or something like that. Right. And it's just, I don't know. It's just a cool, yeah. but even when they're in the bar that you hated recently, it kind of reminded me of that. You hated recently, but it was specifically as the lighting that we watched. Oh no, I, it, it was the exact opposite reason that I hated it. I didn't okay. like terrifier too, oh, because right, 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 yeah. the way that it was more it, muted Everything yeah. is everything was muted and like desaturated, but it also had that awful uh, rose gold and teal mm-hmm. all over it. Yeah. Whereas like this film goes through every fucking color in the palette. Sure. But what I was saying about originally about Terrifier is the original Terrifier is sort of like this film, not to the extreme that it is, mm-hmm. but like the original Terrifier has like these really harsh blacks and it contrasted with the these colorful lights that don't have a necessary or uh, like origin so like this is something i noticed in this film is like in that scene in the police station after the santa comes in the police station Mm -hmm. there's this huge bright yellow light that's coming into the police station and you can assume that's from the fire sure yeah 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 but then but then there's this really harsh red light and nobody knows where that's coming from, mm. but it's the it's the opposing light, and like you can, like you just have to guess that it's like an emergency lighting system or something mm-hmm. that's in there. Yeah, they don't ever call it out, but like that happens a lot. Where like there's just lights that you can just assume it's coming from something mm-hmm. because you've been so treated earlier 
to like the way the record store is lit and everything's crazy mm-hmm. in there. Everything's crazy in the toy store. Even mm-hmm. the street is just lined with colorful lights. So yeah, it's just like almost black light mm-hmm. kind of glow to yeah. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, they don't have to explain. They don't have to explain every lighting source. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did think, I think one thing that probably, this was one of the things that became really evident at this point, especially when like an emergency vehicle uh, wrecks into and explodes a police station. There, this, why is this town like deserted? (laughs) Not just like, oh, it's late on Christmas Eve and everyone's at home. It, feels deserted mm-hmm. um that, that the whole town doesn't you know which almost lends this like isolation which i think is necessary for this movie to work yeah but if you think too hard about it it doesn't make any goddamn sense yeah mm-hmm. i mean you i mean we do already see the bar close up so like if mm-hmm. the only bar downtown is closed then you can assume people are elsewhere yeah mm-hmm. or it's like a podunk little town right. i get it but it's like you just feel like there would be at least a couple people out and about yeah. and you don't see anyone ever yeah. except for the characters. And the, and, the, and like, that's kind of the one thing I, I kind of don't love is so after, after the two cops get it at the police station, which mm-hmm. by the way, another great yeet of Jeff Daniels Phillips coming over the top of the ambulance. That's yeah, an amazing yeah, he, yeet. <laughs> yeah. He gets heated over the top. But um, <laughs> after that, it's just Tori. It's yeah. a, like it's Tori for the rest of the film, and it's like twenty minutes of just her, and mm-hmm. like I like that, but at the same time, like you're saying, like the town is completely deserted. There's nobody else around, and yeah. to jump back to a point that you made earlier about how like no guy comes and saves her, mm-hmm. I think it would have been kind of fun if somebody did show up to save her, but also just gets you know destroyed immediately. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It just felt like felt like there was there. I don't know. I hesitate to say more characters because I do like when there's like that. I do like that there was this kind of sense of isolation, Mm -hmm. but it did feel like maybe, yeah, Jonah Ray should pop back up and he's half dead, but now he's got a (laughs) shotgun, but then he gets his head chopped off or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, Um, just something like that. Um, the other thing is, and I I, like, we're, I guess we're pretty close to the end of the film mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. you know, we were talking about it earlier, but like, you know, this, robot gets killed five or six times well let's count them up i'm trying to do it in my head right now so there's the first one where you think he got shotgunned yeah well, he does get shot he, get, he gets by shotgunned the cop. then he gets does he get shotgunned a s- no let's just yeah, say he gets, gets shot no, he gets shotgunned a second time because he crawls on top of the the hood of the police car and he gets shotgunned and, uh, through there yeah, so, so he's down twice again. he gets shotgunned. <laughs> then he gets r- smashed with the cop car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's three. Yep. <laughs> then, um... Then tasered. Then, well, tasered even before he gets tasered, even before he gets tasered, she ejects him through the windshield of the... No, 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 um, she tasers no, him no, first. That, he, he gets ejected out of the ambulance. Yeah. No, that's she tasers. She, tars- she tasers him. Taser. Yeah, is it? Yeah, okay, yeah she tasers him yeah, in the police station. Oh, you're right. That was in the police station. I just am pissed that she dropped the taser. What a bitch for dropping the taser. You clearly see that this is di- like. Yeah, you see it works. Him incapable yeah. of doing anything. You don't. I mean, at that point, do we? Okay, you guys might be able to correct me. We don't know at that point that he's like full on robot. We just don't. Oh he's no, like we, unstoppable. no. She knows. Yeah. Yeah, she knows because oh, they heard about okay, the okay. Uh, recall okay. on the news right. and then, yeah. 
Um, but anyway, he yes, ta- the taser happens in the police She's station. You're right. Taser. So that's what bitches number need, okay, four. Um, let's PSA. <laughs> bitches yeah. carry tasers. I'm gonna buy mm. a taser because of this film. Smart yeah, tasers are great. Yeah. Tasers are great. And then when you get drunk, you, you tase each other. It's a blast. Great party it's fun. Because of all the Tinder dates <laughs> yeah. that could be out there, you know, like primarily actually because of that. But anywho, uh, evil Santa's aside, I've been tased on multiple occasions. It hurts like are a motherfucker. Are you fucking kidding me? Are, is this still not a joke? <laughs> no, I've it. been tased. Why? We used to tase each other all the time. Why? Because my cousin had a taser, so <laughs> we're drunk in college. We're gonna tase each other. Have <laughs> so, you never like, watched this jackass this movie? Dumb manner, and I don't. I, I like. I'm not here for it. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I like, didn't I get like a so... stun. I didn't get like the stun gun where it like shoots you barbs. Definitely in you definitely some backcountry vibes, bud. Like. Yeah, I've been tased. I one time was tased. Like we would tase each other like in the shoulder, and it hurts real bad. But then one time I got tased in the neck, and that just Ugh. drops. Oh Ugh. man, I thought you were gonna say yeah. you got tased in the balls, and that would be worse. Like, no, 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 no. You're like, um, no, make, you're the balls. Make you're talking to somebody who's in their thirties and grew up on Jackass. Of course, his yeah, friends had tased. We tased each other. No, all, no, like, no. But I'm like, times. that's why I'm also saying that. Like I grew up. Okay, guys, I. We're close in age. I've been hit we with all... buckshot. Like I've had no, all no, types of bad stuff happening. I would suspect that his balls would have yeah. been hit. Like that. Like yeah, I, yeah. We all grew up in the same era. Yeah, I'm not trying to do it on. The, I'm not trying to get taste in the balls. I would get taste <laughs> in the shoulder, and we would taste each other, and it was like you were playing like, you know, like chicken, but you were tasing each other. Mm-hmm. Um. So, in any case, listen. So, so that was four. Then five is. He gets yeeted out of the ambulance, yeah, right? Out the ambulance. Then, then six, she out sets him ambulance. on fire. Blows blows the car up. Yeah, blows the car up, and then seven, she mushes him with the other car. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess or is the, that all kind of one treat. I would say the explosion and car mush are the same. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So six. Um, she pins him under the car with the ambulance. Then she, yeah, then she kind of torches the whole thing. Then she just goes back to her store and is like, I'm going to go do a J because like this is stressful. Right. <laughs> so she goes back <laughs> to her shop and it's just like, I'm going to smoke a blunt real quick. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then he shows up. So now Santa has laser eyes and he's all fucked up. And this is when he's like all terminated out. Right. Um, and it, it was pretty like I said, pretty awesome kind of half puppet yeah, situation, two, two, three quarters puppet. Um, she run. This is where she runs him through with goddamn Conan the Barbarian sword. Yes. And, which and, I thought was OK. Now he's definitely done. Right. And I thought that I thought the same thing and I thought it was yeah. awesome. And this is where yeah. I because he doesn't die from this. This is where I got kind of upset because yeah. one of the greatest parts of the original Terminator is when the, the Terminator is crawling after Sarah Connor and she lures it into the trap and she right. says, you're terminated fucker. Right. You know, and she gives it the great one liner. Yeah. She doesn't have uh, Tori doesn't have a great one liner in all of these sequences. I know she keeps just doing these like primal screams and saying, fuck, and that's where and like, yelling fuck. Yeah. And yeah. that's where. And no, 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 no. Fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. Yeah. And the fact that you want her to be like, yeah, it's the end of the line or Christmas Kringle is canceled or what? Christmas or, is canceled. <laughs> Here's a, my war on Christmas. Exactly. You know, something. Looks like anything. I won the war on Christmas, fucker. And then yes. stabs him with the sword. And <sighs> then because it comes back and punishes her. 
Yeah. Like, like that, that's how you yeah, elevate. She's pretty unscathed at this mm-hmm. point. Like she's been a little fucked up. She's covered in blood. You don't know if it's hers or somebody else's. But after barbarian sword stab, guess what? Still not dead. Then she hits the sprinklers on his ass. And then all his like robot, cause all his robot guts are exposed. So now he's getting all electrocuted, you know, cause, cause of how electric electronics and water don't mix. We know that, yeah. um, from science, but, um, it seems to work, but not before he like shoves her off. She breaks her ankle. So then she's, there's a crawling scenario. Then she gets her, is it just her fingers or pretty much her whole hand chopped off? It's, it's a lot of her hand, you know? Yeah. A whole big chunk of her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and and That's so good. he's getting all like electrocuted. So now we're at like what eight, yeah, seven or eight. But J.K. not dead. Now sh- they do a crawling chase <laughs> and through the record store. And then so this is what sis. This might ease your mind a little bit here, Steve. She tried fire, right? She tried water, mm-hmm. tried electricity. Electricity works. Turns out he's a water type Pokemon. Mm. <laughs> and like she knew that already because she hit him yeah. with the taser and the taser is yeah. just a little bit less than wall. You yeah. Know, so that really that she eventually pulls out the cords from the wall, electrocutes him to death. He's not a flying type Pokemon. We know this. They yeah. are also susceptible to electricity. Wait, is this but, a Pokemon podcast now? Yes. Yes. This is a po- Oh my God. I feel so dumb. We did not tell you this is a Pokemon <laughs> podcast. Um, but no. So, so eventually. And, um, you know, third time I would have been like, okay, I have to buy in or okay. I have to leave. Well, yeah. Welcome to Pokemans is forever. <laughs> Pokemans is forever. <laughs> Come get your Pokemans. Um, but so she escapes, I guess. But then there's this little just like snapshot of her just like laying on the street yeah. maybe laughing it, it, i don't know it ends almost exactly like uh uh the house of the devil right because like doesn't yeah, the house of the yeah, devil yeah, just yeah. end with that like that kind of snapshot mm-hmm. type of thing yeah. um yeah it felt like a little bit of this like Texas chainsaw e yeah. type of snapshot thing at the end i don't, I don't yeah, know there's a, i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of films from like the 70s and 80s who like they didn't know how to end a movie so they just did the freeze frame or even or even uh, i mean night of the living dead yeah like they mm-hmm. kind of yeah, do yeah, that yeah. too yeah but anyway so my overall take on this movie too much yelling <laughs> oh, oh. <Yeah>. everybody's <laughs> yelling no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding um everybody's it, it so was loud. an exhausting amount of yelling like i they I, um yeah no it was a very stylish very fun movie i liked it a lot mm-hmm. they gave um what's her name the tory who, who played Tori? We the talked Tory. about at the top of the show. The Tori, Riley Dandy. Um, yeah, boy, they they gave her a lot to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really put a lot on her performance, and she did good. Right, um, but it was man, they put a lot on her performance. Yeah, yeah, like I I agree with Meg. It, like all the arguing and the because there's never feels like a downtime or a time where they can at least agree with each other on something. Like yeah, there's never a quiet moment mm-hmm. where they're sitting there smoking and then they're like everything's just so aggressive yeah. screaming at each other the whole time the only time they get a quiet moment is when uh jeff daniels phillips comes in 
and mm-hmm. fucking like just brings the mood down with his yeah yeah <laughs> with his bums everyone out yeah, with his sad sap story which is funny like <laughs> yeah the fucking dog how like he hates his wife's dog yeah. and all <laughs> and that's why I'm spending Christmas alone and ripping shots and um, Shit, yeah yeah but horny at that point. <laughs> Christmas Eve alone <laughs> drunk <laughs> Fu Manchus all the st- above things get turned on yeah. yeah well you know what shoulder <laughs> length hair hornier than sadness um but there's got to be a word for sad horniness what's that there's probably Elliot some sort Smith. of word that I don't That's know it. Yeah, <laughs> it's sad horniness. That was all. That was one of his album names, I think. Actually, yeah. sad but horny. Yeah. Um, Joy Division. But, that's what it is. Ooh, oh yeah, there better. you go. Even better. Yeah. Um, for whatever. Here, this is my like personal kind of connection. Why I really like this movie and why I will definitely watch this again is some of my most like you know when you think about your your Christmas memories, your nostalgic things you think of oh, a lot of times from when you're a kid and stuff like that. Some of my most memorable, like fun Christmas memories are when I was in like high school and college, just getting like fucked up with your friends, you know, sitting in a basement, getting drunk and acting a fool, you know, or going, you know, at a party or whatever. And I and, and it always revolves around that moment of like sitting there, like in that euphoric drunkenness and seeing Christmas lights in the dark and that just kind of drunk glow Mm -hmm. kind of thing periphery of the situation and that's what this whole movie felt like to Mm -hmm. me yeah so i was just like i kind of just want to like if live in this environment but i just like if you guys could stop yelling for a second (laughs) i would appreciate it and i would just be like i want to kind of just be in this mellow drunken hazy glow i I feel like if i was reflecting properly that this movie would also pair well with shrooms but yes. I mean, you know me. All the colors, <laughs> yeah. Because of the colors, will, uh, just probably say most films. Well I was gonna say I haven't, I haven't heard a movie yet that you were like, this one doesn't go with shrooms. <laughs> Meg's movie and drug pairings. Actually, so uh, my my new yeah. um, rating scale for movies will be like, how well does it pair with um, shrooms? How many caps? Yeah. One to five. Mm. Yeah. One to five. <laughs> one to five caps. Um, yeah. We'll and give th- this one a good four out of five caps. Would be great. It sounds about right. With. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's, Fair enough. I mean, there's Fair no enough. horses in this film, but like you can get four out of five caps, <laughs> 10 out of 10 yeats. Good stuff. There. Yeah. The, you know, I'll completely agree with you, Brian, in that like there's something about just the way everything looks and the way everything is kind of sad as well. That just mm-hmm. reminds me of a couple Christmases in the Beaver County yeah, area of like for sure one. I know there was one like in college time where I came home for, from Penn State and mm-hmm. like I had a friend who went to Geneva. And so yeah. during our home time, we went to the crazy horse. Fuck yeah. And like there's nothing more depressing and oh. melancholy than a strip club Christmas. And it was strippers in it was strippers in Santa hats and elf hats. Yeah. It's it's everything is bathed in black light. Everything is yeah. gross. The the yeah. the carpet on the floor reflected back up at you. And yeah. like it was strippers in Santa hats and elf hats. It was disgusting. And the other one yeah. is the Manaka draft house. And, and that's all that one just reminds me because a buddy I used to work with, we used to just go there and play like sleep and for yeah. like and 
they have like a they have an album that's also just one song and it's an hour long and it's fucking stoner metal yeah it's dope smoker yeah exactly (laughs) we would just play dope smoker and play darts at Banaka Draft House, <laughs> and it's the same thing as that bar. Yeah, smoker so. and darts. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember a lot of evenings, you know, at four in the morning, getting, being, you know, plastered, uh, having cleaned up and closed out and everything at the bar, and the Christmas lights are on and all the other lights are off, and you're just, like, sitting at the bar with, like, the last few coworkers just kind of hammered, just like, all right, we're all super tired and drunk. And, yeah, it's just that kind of, like melancholy christmas drunken glow Mm -hmm. you know um yeah i like it listen as christmas comes closer i like it to be sadder and sadder in a way you know what i mean (laughs) you like you like sad christmas at night like yeah it's it's, christmas at night it's it's fun to have like nice christmas during the day where you like you have like candy canes and fucking peppermint coffee and everything but at night it's gotta be gross sad christmas (laughs) yeah it's gotta be sad christmas it's gotta be like uh, all the time (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's got to be um uh like christmas murder ballads mm-hmm. and guys, uh you know you guys got me and, only slightly over the edge with this trucks <laughs> holiday pack okay so don't yeah. come don't, go, don't come talking about this like daytime nighttime sun like you know christmas vibe it is all nighttime vibe <laughs> all night all, all nighttime. Sadness. <laughs> forever night meg's christmas album forever night <laughs> I mean, once Meg gets her uh, mad elf in her, maybe she can appreciate like a daytime snowfall, but <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Each... Sidebar. Mm-hmm. I have two mm-hmm. sidebars clearly already. Yeah. Um, yeah. It didn't snow them. today. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it did not snow on my birthday. Sad no, face. It didn't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that was out of that, that conversation out of the way. Oh, yeah. And Meg's birthday adds another layer of introspection into the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> my god this is getting dark guys yeah i get real depressed when it doesn't snow i'm from western new york y'all Meg just cracked another beer and it's bleach <laughs> <laughs> the effervescence is beautiful <laughs> these guys have heard about tide brewing <laughs> yeah eating Tide Pods on Christmas. You open it up. I imagine now opening up like a box of like Roslyn chocolates, assorted chocolates, but they're all just Tide Pods. I got that Whitman sampler bleach. It's fabric softener. I don't know why it came up on my social media feed, but someone uh, did the whole, this whole like I'm going to take Brussels sprouts and make them look like Ferrero Rocher's. Oh, like, I God. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Those pretty solid. Yeah, man, that would be such a good. Burn. I love a Brussels sprout, oh, but I'll I'll stick a knife in you if you hand me one covered in chocolate. So much work that I feel like would legit just like be so worth it. Mm. You know, chocolate, what I mean? little chocolate cabbages is not my thing. <laughs> no, that's a good band name. Though. Oh yeah, <laughs> little chocolate. All cabbages. right, guys, little chocolate cabbages. <laughs> Definitely stoner metal. Definitely could yeah. be on the soundtrack to this film. <laughs> yeah. It's like a limp biscuit. It's a limp biscuit cover oh. band. Little chocolate cabbage. Oh my god! Um, and the hot dog flavored water. All right, guys. Uh, listen, go check out on the Shutter. It's a Shutter exclusive, but it's also in theaters. I think too. So go check out. This will be a fun theater film because it's like a 
big sound, you know, a lot like a lot of that. Like I said, the drone metal, it's it's very striking visuals. I think this would be a really fun uh, theater flick. So I would suggest go see it in the theaters uh, if you haven't already. Uh, but you know what? If you can't get out to the old theaters, if you're sick like me, uh, I watched it on the shutter and it was still a lot of fun. So Christmas, bloody Christmas, Joe Bagos, 2022. Definitely check it out. Uh, do we know what we're doing next week? No. 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 It'll be a little little surprise for you here uh, for uh, it'll, it'll be Boxing Day, right? It'll be a <laughs> fun little Boxing Day surprise for you. Actually, right? I don't know gonna, if that's correct. Actually, I already, I already fucking know what it, what's going to happen. Oh? What's going to happen? I'm going to fucking fight you. It's going to be legit. <laughs> Fucking fight! You said it's coming out of About boxing because it's on the it's it'd be oh, coming out on the twenty sixth. We're literally mm. gonna fucking punch each other in the face. Yeah. Actually, let's just do that. I got <laughs> seriously so much reach on you. I'll knock you the fuck out. I have like a twelve inch reach advantage. The old T Rex arms. <laughs> yeah, make you you have to come in like Tyson and just have yeah, you got to come in bobbing and weaving. Yo, That's your only. You got to get to the body and work yeah. his body down. You. You know I'm my car. You know my cardio is bad. I'm already training. <laughs> Listen, I'll gas out in thirty seconds. So if you can outlast, if you can, if you can rope a dope me, you'll knock me out. But if I can keep my distance with the jab, you're done. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> Too short. Everybody buy tickets to watch two smokers fight. <laughs> Beat the shit out of each other. Um, yeah, I'll gas out and barf five seconds in. <laughs> All right, guys. I, uh, I have one. Yeah, I have one so final stupid. note on this movie. Okay, one okay, final okay. note on this movie, and it, yeah. it makes me excited because it's just a tiny little thing, but it goes all the way back to the start of the film where he does like these kind of little fake commercials and everything mm-hmm. to set everything up, and they're doing mm-hmm. the commercial. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but they're doing the commercial for the Robo Santa, mm-hmm. and I think he quietly puts in a nod at what a sequel could be. Because he says the Robo Santa will be at T.W. Bonkers, which is the one we yeah. see. Right. But it's also at the Midland Mall. He does. And and so I actually um, that's great. Great point, because I got really excited because, you know, I love a fake commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the beginning, the Midland Mall, I was like, oh, this is happens in a mall. This is awesome because I'm a sucker for anything that happens in a mall. Right. Um, Why? And uh, I don't fun. know. I love malls <laughs> as a setting for movies. I love malls in general. I like going to malls. I like movies set in malls, chopping malls, one of my favorite flicks. I'm not like I, offended I just, by the fact that you like anything about malls. I'm just like, this is new information, Brian. I need to you process this. You didn't know my, my thing with malls? Yeah. I love a mall. No, no, I didn't love know this, a mall. About this, about this about Unfortunately, you. most malls, the mall I grew up with, which is the Beaver Valley Mall, is very depressing. I'm going to call you Robin Sparkles from now on. Like, really? That's yeah, really there's nothing going. in that mall, unfortunately. <laughs> it's so um, sad, which makes it better to go to. I know. Talk about a melancholy Christmas mall. Oh, yeah. Melancholy sad Christmas. Christmas. We, should, we, should, we should all go to the Beaver Valley Mall and then kill ourselves. <laughs> I thought you were going to say do a show, but then, you know, kill yourself is also the correct response to going there. No, the show would be oh, at the, Mon- the Beer Valley the, Mall and the, then kill the ourselves. The show would be at the Monroeville Mall. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. Then mm. you don't have to kill yourself. Somebody else is going to kill you. Because yeah. people, people, people get shot up in that motherfucker. Um, Wait, anyway. No, Century 3. That's actually where I was going. Century 3, nobody shows up. <laughs> yeah, Century 3 Mall is... Uh, 
Century Three. Oh, I was thinking of Set Century Three Chevrolet, Lebanon Church, Church Pittsburgh. Road, Pittsburgh. You know, you minutes know from that the commercial. Um, anyway, guys, uh, anything else that I'm forgetting? Anything else we got to touch on? Check back for a little little Boxing Day surprise to see what we're talking about there. And then the week after that will be our Cosmic Horror Showdown for January. <laughs> where your boy can, can your boy bring the trifecta? No, no. Can I bring it back not. three I, times? I, I might be able to. I'm just I, I I'm just still coming back from this last month. I and mm-hmm. also this entire year that like I, I'm just sad. I'm just really sad about this year, and I was dealt a really <laughs> shitty hand last month, and I I, yeah. need, I need a win. I need a win. Meg's a victim. I, I love you, ben. Take it up with ben. I, I, I love you, Ben. I do. I still mm. love you. Don't worry. Mm. Still love Meg's you. always playing that victim card. <laughs> All right, boys and ghouls. For the Halloween is forever crew. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. All right. See you later. Merry holidays. Bye. <laughs> Merry holidays. <laughs> well, holidays. Bye. Merry holidays. <laughs>